celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome. Here's the number. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions for Dr. Debbie or for Joey Villani, uh, you can call. You can also ask your questions from the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android and BlackBerry. So lots of ways to get your questions answered and your answer is questioned. Something huh? like that. I don't know. The, word, the words are all there. You put them in the right order. Coming up on today's show, Jeremy Cohn, attorney Jeremy Cohn, the dog lawyer, will be back with us. This is a guy who, he was uh, in insurance fraud. Now, he wasn't committing insurance fraud. He was trying to prosecute. prosecute. Yeah, trying to prosecute people for insurance fraud. And he was probably making a lot of money doing that. But he said, you know, it's it's unfulfilling. He gave it up and he became a dog attorney. And he represents dogs only. He may represent other animals, but he works for a firm called Boston Dog Lawyers. So I assume that it's mostly dogs. And some of the cases that he's involved with, well, think about this. Custody. (laughs) Custody battles over the dog. Because 20 years ago, you know, no one really fought over who gets to keep the dog or the cat but it's it's a fairly common thing just now as it is the car or the tv who gets i I beg to differ because i dated a guy like 17 years ago who who did who went to court with his ex-wife over custody of their was it two or three dogs yeah but yeah that was the first i had heard of it. that's pretty rare back then how did that pan out uh they had shared custody okay just like children like half and half yeah unlike children these animals are property in the eyes of the law, unfortunately. It's like fighting over the toaster, pretty much. So there's a lawyer that will help you with that. I've been on the veterinary side of clients that have had um, custody issues with their dogs and, uh, you know, had visitation and, you know, they one would get the dog for one month, the other would get it for another. And, you know, it's incredible some of the health issues that can come up with changes in routines. Oh, really? And, um, yeah. And especially for elderly pets, it can be very difficult for them to reacclimate when we move them from one environment to another. So that was really one big thing in their, in their legal proceedings was, you know, the, the split custody was actually becoming a, a problem for the pet. Mm. Well, this guy, he kind of defends that kind of stuff. People that uh, may not be able to get into apartments or their insurance goes up because they have a certain breed dog. And uh, he's on the way in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Lori, what are you working on over there in the newsroom? You know, there there are these shelters, which are, they called, they're called no-kill shelters, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. You know, and a lot of shelters are no-kill shelters anymore. We got a story, uh, tragic, where uh, a no-kill shelter became a kill shelter and it was the employees who really end up telling the story and i'll share it with you coming up okay that's on the way you know a lot of these shelters they want to claim that they're no kill shelters and they actually manipulate the numbers to become mm-hmm. no kill shelters mm-hmm. yeah there's uh-huh. ways to use outside parties to adopt the animals too and then they take the responsibility of the animal and you no longer have it yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So we'll find out a little more about the no-kill shelters and what's happening uh, with Lori Brooks in a check of the news at the bottom of the hour. But first, your calls right now, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio underwritten by VetraScience. Give your pets the extra support they need. From Glycoflex joint support to composure for pet stress, VetraScience has the supplement for all of your pet's needs. Thanks, VetraScience, for underwriting Animal Radio. And let's go to Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Hal. How are you today? Doing okay. What's up with you? Excellent. Well, I have a little five-year-old uh, black chihuahua, 
full bred, <laughs> whether it matters or not. I just think I'd throw that in there. Um, <laughs> okay. She, she has just started in the last few weeks doing, doing a very odd behavior for her. She's usually my calm little girl and she'll pretty much be really quiet. But lately she has been crying from upstairs and making me come and get her. Um, mm, okay. she won't, she won't leave if there's a potty pad on the floor. Or her, or her bed or a blanket or whatever. She doesn't want to leave the area she's in and go and touch the floor, regardless of, of what the floor is. It's, it's almost as if she's lost her depth perception. She's afraid to go in and out of a door now. Like she, she's so trepidatious about just stepping outside because she just doesn't have that reassurance, I guess, that there's something there. And I'm just wondering if, you know, this is something that I can fix or if this is something that's going to get worse or... Hmm. Well, you know, I've had had dogs go through different things like this, but there's a whole host of different causes and ways that we deal with it, um, because there is definitely a, a potential for a medical problem that's going on. So I think that's the first thing is I'd want to take a look at your dog, um, do a good exam of our eyes and see if we could discover anything that could be causing any vision problems um, or orientation problems that she might be having, because that is a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing um, can be, you know, if there was something that had happened that it was either painful or scary that happened um, in a certain situation. And, and this can happen a lot with dogs that say, you know, slip or lose their footing on a certain type of uh, substrate, and then they are therefore... Mm-hmm uneasy about going in that area again um, mm-hmm. so so that is um, you know that that takes a little bit of kind of sleuth work and figuring it out now if you're saying it's happening on pretty much anywhere if she's leaving her little comfort zone um, that's a little bit harder to investigate you know especially over the phone here um, but she, she will she'll climb down I have a little set of stairs it's by the couch and she will climb down the stairs and then as soon as she goes to reach the bottom, she'll just turn around and climb right back up. And then she cries because she wants to go outside and go potty. So then I pick mm. her up and I put her in front of the door to go potty, but she won't go out. I then have to pick her up and put her out. And then okay. she'll go out and do her thing. And then she comes back and she'll go halfway in the door. And and then I am I stay out of her way, so I'm not, you know, in her mm-hmm. way. of any. And she'll go halfway out the door and then she comes halfway back in. This morning... She was laying on her blanket, and my husband put a, a little piece of carrot in front of her, but far enough so she'd have to get off the blanket. So she got mm-hmm. all the way off the blanket but left one foot on the blanket and just okay. stretched as far as she could. Just, okay, well, that's a success. Just, we can build on that. <laughs> yeah, it's very odd. So. It's, just, it's just so odd for her. Yeah, so you know, I'm going to ask you to you know get a good vet exam because I do want to make sure her okay. eyes are checked out as well as you know orthopedically, just make sure there's nothing that's that's hurting her there. So okay. you know, if this is just some particular phobia, um, fear that she's developed, then what you guys have started to do is is really the right way, not forcing her because we can't force a pet through a fear, but trying yeah. to find small successes along the way. Um, I've had dogs where they have problems going through thresholds like doors, um, mm-hmm. and that can be something very challenging. I had a dog that wouldn't go outside um, to go to the bathroom, was terrified mm-hmm. to go through the doorway. So we did have to work through a lot of kind of desensitizing to that. Um, so mm-hmm. with um, really high value treats, um, things like cheese, hot dogs, you know, little bits of something super tasty and um, just kind of practicing it over and over, just going, you know, short distances. And it may mean okay. that we kind of help her make some of that. So you might carry her part of the way and then just kind of ask her to, 
take maybe one step in an uncomfortable zone and then reward her when she does that small little bit. Um, okay. And, and there are some dogs that this could also be triggered from being kind of fearful in general. So doing confidence building exercises can be helpful. Um, and that sounds always kind of goofy when I say that to people. Build the confidence of your dog. <laughs> um, but basically, it just means that, you know, we can be so afraid of leaving what we know that almost like an agoraphobic person doesn't want to leave their house. So sure. dogs can kind of have that same thing where they, they know what they know and they don't always want to go out and venture into the unknown. So for that, the confidence building exercises are really anything that your dog learns as a skill and that they practice repeatedly after. So that might be something like obedience tricks, um, you know, doing things like healing on a leash, sitting down, stay, giving paw, rolling over. Um, other dogs, um, you know, get into things like agility um, or fly ball as activities. And those have the benefit of burning energy and kind of anxiety as well as giving them a skill that they learn. And that is how dogs build confidence. So um, you might work on things that's like that at home. Yeah. And not that that's going to fix everything, but when a dog is more confident um, and mm-hmm. less less fearful, then they're going to be these kind of things are, are less of an issue for them. Okay. So I should call her like a five month old and wrap her in a blanket all day. Oh uh, no, no. You know, I'm a I'm a tough doggy mama. So, but I, I can tell you, I had a my one dog was fearful of stepping out over black tile in my floor. I had, you know, white tile and like a border of black shiny tile. And it looked like the great abyss to him. So he would come up to it and go, oh my God, and backpedal. And he freaked out so bad. So what I did is exactly what I told you to do is I took little treats, kind of just threw it in there. He would at first just reach his head out grab the treat, never touch his foot on the area. And then we gradually built up to it over and over and repeating it. And he's gotten over that. And now I think he looks at it and he just goes, whatever. <laughs> Take care of us about that black tile. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you yeah, do see the vet, please. I'm doing, yeah, I'm going to the vet first. That's where I'm going to go first. So thank you Great, so thanks much. Thanks so much. Give that Chihuahua a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. Toll free 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to Dr. Debbie. And this portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Vetra Science. And just like their owners are pets, they get older. Their joints stiffen up and jumping for joy becomes a little more difficult. Glycoflex hip and joint supplements from VetraScience help to support joint health in your pet. And we thank VetraScience for underwriting Animal Radio. What are you working on over there in the newsroom? Um, there is uh, another major city, but it's not in California. It has become another one of those big cities that will be outlawing an elective animal procedure, surgery. Huh. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. I didn't know dogs could drive. It's the Wayne West Virginia Walmart, and employees on a break when a car starts inching towards her. Instead of screaming and running the other way like I would have. She assumed the driver maybe was messing with her. Until she saw a dog behind the wheel. What do you think, thoughtful, innocent bystander? Dogs can be your best friends, and in this situation, they can be your enemy, too. <laughs> the car crashed into the front of the Walmart. Another dog in the passenger seat pushed the car window down to say hi. The owner left her car running. So her dogs could stay cool while she was shopping. The dog knocked the car out of park. Innocent bystander, what's the first thing you'd think if a car was coming at you being driven by a dog? I would laugh for sure, and then I'd be like, oh, wow, dogs can drive. Am I the only one who would run away? This is Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Have the happiest of holidays. This is Heather Locklear wishing you all the merriest Christmas. 
Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Hi, friends. This is Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. After a traumatic experience at the veterinary office, have you ever thought to yourself, there has to be a better way? When your veterinarian is fear-free certified, you'll find your pet's vet visit is safer, more comfortable, and actually enjoyable. Your dog will go from shaking in the lobby to pulling you into the exam room with a wagon tail, and your cat will be purring inside the carrier. To find a certified fear-free veterinary near you, go to fearfreepets.com. Ow, ow, yep, you guessed it. I'm a speed bump, so I've got one job. I slow you down. So imagine how I feel about Geico, who does way more. Like, not only could they save you money on car insurance, but they've been around for over 75 years, giving people fast and friendly claim service. Ow, ow. Plus, they got a nifty mobile app that gives you 24-7 access. Ow, ow. Just doing my job, buddy. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. I'm Grant Langston, the new CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, you're probably tired of the lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and matches that never turn into dates. If that's you, it's time to try eHarmony. Dating apps of one kind or another have been around a long time, but at the end of the day, they're just virtual bars where no one ever buys you a drink. eHarmony's different. We're built to help you have a better relationship, and we do that with 17 years of research and experience eHarmony's gotten really good at bringing compatible people together. People that want the same things you do and are ready for a real relationship. Hey, it can be fun to play around with online dating apps. But when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today and get a month free when you buy a three-month plan. Use code DATE. eHarmony.com. Use code DATE. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. All dogs should eat a pH-balanced alkaline diet. An alkaline diet reduces health risks and can also reduce scratching, shedding, and hot spots. So does this mean you need to check your dog's pH balance? No, because canine caviar has created the first and only alkaline dog food that is pH-balanced. It also has the highest metabolized calories. What does this mean? Your dog needs to eat less. Get a healthier dog and save money with canine caviar products. Find them at your local pet supply store or online at caninecaviar.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. Needless to say, I work in a very, uh, I'd like to say sexually driven Environment. There's a lot of ladies here, and there's a, a picture of a fireman calendar. It's got uh, kittens, Hal. It's yeah, animal related. This is animal radio after all. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if there was more men working here, that that, that calendar probably wouldn't even exist. It would be, I'd be right over to HR, or it's, someone would be over to HR. Kittens. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Just saying. Just right. saying. That's it. 
But now you guys are drooling over this picture of the SMART team, which is, and SMART stands for Specialized Mobile Animal Rescue Team. These guys out of L.A., they're... They're, they're hunks. They're, I mean, they are hunks, and they're heroes. They're heroes. That's what I meant to say. The H, I had it right. These guys climb tall buildings and mountains to rescue animals. <gasps> wow. Yes, which takes a lot of guts, something uh, I would never, could never catch me doing anything like that because it, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I sit in a high chair. I'm afraid, you know, my chairs have to be low. Hello? I don't even like to get into an RV or, <laughs> you know. Sit at a bar because bar stools yeah, are too high. way too high. Yeah. Uh, but these guys will be on the show in just a couple of minutes, at least Acting Lieutenant Armando Navarrete. I'm just practicing the name so that I don't. Keep practicing there, Hal. Navarrete. Yeah, you've got your work cut out for you. I'm excited to meet some animal heroes. I think this is going to be really, really rewarding and um, hopefully inspiring some people to, you know, look outside the box. You know, there's animal control positions and all sorts of different ways that you can help. There really is, and we'll find out about them just around the corner. We're also going to take your calls toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. So go ahead and dial now. Will you take another one, Dr. Debbie? I am. I'm ready. Let's do it. Which one? Line two. two. We have Randy. Hey, Randy. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Doing good. Where are you good. calling from? Well, I am uh, going eastbound on Interstate 80 through Nebraska. Wow. OTR? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Please don't call me, sir. That's my dad. <laughs> I have I have Dr. Debbie right here. She can help you. What's going on with your animal? Well, hey. Well, actually, hi, Dr. Debbie. What you got going on there? Well, I was just wondering, you know, uh... I have a little corgi, a, a cardigan corgi, and we go to some pretty strange areas. Uh, we go off out in the boonies all the time, and I'm constantly worried about, you know, scorpions and snakes and stuff like that. What kind of first aid should I have going? What kind of a, you know, if she was to get hit by a, a snake, mm-hmm. what should I do? Good question. Yeah, and, and you know, I think every pet owner, especially if you travel, should have some form of a basic um, first aid kit. And that is going to be mimicking very much what you would have in your human first aid kit, but with some additions. And, and the things that I want to always make sure in a pet first aid kit we have um, are... Um, not just things like nail trimmers, but also the styptic solution because broken toenails come up all the time. Uh, I see it at animal events that I go to attend, um, tweezers to pull things out. When we're talking about things like rattlesnakes, the, the, truly the best thing, the best first aid tip with a rattlesnake bite is your car keys. That is the best thing that you can provide for your pet is to get them in the vehicle and get them to a veterinarian right away. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do in the field that's going to increase their survival better than seeing a veterinarian as fast as you can. That being said, all those kind of things out there that people tell you to do for rattlesnake bites, you know, we don't want to do most of those things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all those things that you hear about cutting it, sucking the venom out, um, you know, putting a tourniquet on it, putting ice on it, all of those are completely wrong. Um, they will actually increase the rate of the venom um, affecting the animal. Ooh. So what you want to do is keep the pet calm. You want to keep the 
bite area, whatever part of the body has been bitten, keep it below the heart level. That slows the rate that the venom reaches uh, the rest of the pet. Um, and maybe within that first aid kit, you can have some Benadryl. It, it won't hurt in the event of a, a snake bite, but it's certainly not going to be the cure-all that's going to really save them. Uh, prompt veterinary attention is really the best thing for any of these snake bites, and which can be trouble. You know, if you're traveling, I don't know if you're out in some of these remote areas, um, but but uh, that's unfortunately is a, maybe a good directory to veterinarians in the areas that you are traveling through for emergency centers would also be a good thing to have some points along the road that you know you can contact day or night um, a veterinary service. Oh, okay. So uh, I thought perhaps a tourniquet, but I don't know. You, know, you, you can open yeah. a tourniquet. They don't even recommend tourniquets on people hardly anymore. Exactly. And what the problem is with the tourniquet is that, you know, it, while it may keep that venom in that area, it actually can enhance the tissue effects of the venom in that particular area. So it can make it much worse. Um, so that's really why we don't want to do that. And, you know, there is a, you know, rattlesnake vaccine out there, um, for pets that are maybe in higher, uh, risk, uh, lifestyles and areas. It's, you know, it's still out there a little bit in the veterinary community, whether or not it truly helps, um, the survival after a snake bite um, because we do occasionally see pets that have the rattlesnake vaccine that still don't always make it from a rattlesnake bite. So um, it's definitely not 100%, um, but that might be even one thing to consider if, uh, you know, if your doggy is in those kind of high-risk areas and you want to do what you can to try to try to help them out. Is there a, uh, uh, some sort of a timetable that you could give me, you know, I mean? Like how fast to get to the vet? How fast to get Yesterday. as fast as you as fast as you can? We knew that use of the anti-venin um, that we use to help counter the reaction to snake bites that ideally ought to be um, administered within four hours. But truly, within the first thirty minutes to an hour is really we're talking get to the vet as quickly as you can. Um, so we don't really want to even put a timeline on it. It is that imperative to speed counts. <laughs> but don't tell the trooper I said that. <laughs> Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Admit it. You love your dog, and he is part of the family. So, when choosing your next vacation, don't forget Fido. With just a little planning, the entire family can enjoy a road trip. To find the best vacation spot for Spot, subscribe to Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog, where each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, where both you and Fido are welcome. Go online to FidoFriendly.com and find out what all the barking's about. Loans are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. I was making great progress on building my savings, but then I get hit with an unexpected car repair bill. Keeping a close eye on my credit score allowed me to buy my first house, but an unexpected medical emergency set me back. When the unexpected happened, Avant was there to help. If you need to borrow $2,000 to $35,000, try Avant. It's fast, simple, and transparent. Everything is done online. There are no prepayment fees and no collateral is required, and you can instantly check your rate with no impact to your credit score. 
Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. And now, Avant will give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your rates and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 5252 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 5252. Go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 5252. This holiday season, make the smart choice and switch to Sprint and get a new Samsung Galaxy S8, S8 Plus, Note 8, or S8 Active with 50% off your lease. That's right, the hottest Samsung devices, 50% off. Plus, with Galaxy Forever, you can upgrade to the latest Galaxy anytime after 12 lease payments. And when you switch to Sprint, you get the best price for Unlimited. $25 per month per line for a family of four, plus get a fifth line free. That's 50% off Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You also get 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot in HD, so you can stream your favorite holiday movies, music, and games. So stop by your local Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Holiday Deals, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Requires 18-month lease and new line savings via monthly credit applied within two bills. Early termination results on remaining balance due after one thirty one nineteen. Pay $38 a line per month with auto pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, and roaming. Compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited rates, AT&T Unlimited Plus Plan and T-Mobile One Plus Plan for five lines. Carrier features differ. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. This is an Animal Radio News Update. And I'm Lori Brooks. Denver has become the first U.S. city, outside of California, that is, to make a certain move protecting cats. At the same time, it has also become the first city in Colorado to ban the declawing of cats. Yay! Yeah, a new law there prohibits veterinarians in the city from performing the controversial procedure unless it is medically necessary. Cat lovers are praising the Denver City Council for passing the ordinance, declaring that the elective declawing of cats is both inhumane and painful to cats. However, not everybody there is happy about this new ban. The Colorado Veterinary Medical Association opposed it, saying that the decision to declaw a cat should be made between veterinarians and their clients without government interference. But among the issues that declawing can cause for cats. Uh, Those include aggression due to pain, limping, painful walking, and litter box problems because of it becoming painful when they try to dig into the gravel or litter. Well, the recently hired director and two board members of an animal shelter in Richmond, Indiana, have been removed from their positions following a huge public outcry over the euthanasia of seven dogs. Several petitions had been created calling for Director Jamie Glendon to be fired, as well as the resignation of some, if not all, of the board members. But particularly those members who sat on the so-called euthanasia committee, which had actually voted to have the dogs put down. Now, this all started coming to light when workers at this supposed no-kill shelter said they noticed last month that some of the dogs at the shelter were missing. Several of them. The director had told them the dogs were pulled by a rescue that would adopt them out to families. But it 
was kind of suspicious because the director refused to say where that rescue was located. Well, later she did admit that the dogs were euthanized because she said they were aggressive and known to be bite risks. The biggest problem in this situation, well, it pretty much all started with the lying and the lack of integrity because most uh, no-kill shelters, they do have policies that allow them to euthanize cats and dogs that are extremely ill or are considered dangerous to the public. But the workers say they were misled about the dog's fate and that when they found out that those dogs had been killed, they were told to lie to the public. Ross and Rachel. I know you come up with the Friends theme song in your head thinking about the old TV show, but we're not talking about them. This Ross and Rachel is a mother and son pair of cats who have gained a lot of fame and are up for adoption now in the U.K., Ross is only five years old, but he has no ears. And both Ross and his mother, Rachel, both are blind, but they are inseparable and now looking for a home together in time for Christmas. They were feral cats when they were finally trapped. Ross's ears then had to be amputated because he had so many wounds and they were just too infected. Getting bonded animals adopted out together is always tough, but their rescuers say they are determined to make this happen. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Fear Free. Fear Free takes the pet out of petrified and puts the treat into treatment. To learn more and find a certified fear-free veterinary professional near you, visit fearfreepets.com. It's Animal Radio, celebrating the connection with our pets. We'll head back to the phones in just a couple of seconds. The toll-free number is 1-866-405-8405. Let's visit with our good friend and certified behaviorist and trainer, Mikhail Becker, is joining us. Hi, Mikhail. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing just really great. It's a nice sunny day in Seattle. And Oh, is that where you are today? Okay. Oh, I am. You're always it's, traveling. It's beautiful. I, I know. I, I've, it's been nice this last month. I've actually been home and I've been able to enjoy it. I've been riding my horse and just being able to do all those nice things that don't get to do as much when I'm traveling. Yeah, well, you're out promoting the very important message of fear free. And a little over a year ago, we first started talking about fear-free certified veterinarians, and then uh, we moved it into the homes with fear-free happy homes. And now there's a brand new course for trainers. Is this for dog trainers in particular? So it's for all animal trainers. It's directed for a lot of the training is directed primarily towards dogs and cats, but the training really encompasses all species. And we have a variety of species that are featured in the course. And it's for trainers that have gone through certain educational courses or have certain level of certification that can take the course. And we do that. So so that way for the veterinary professionals who partner with the, the Fear Free Animal Trainer or for pet parents, that they can find a trainer who really has those credentials and and can really separate them from maybe those who who don't have the same level of knowledge or the same type of commitment to protecting the pet's emotional well-being. So that's one of the main reasons that we really wanted to find trainers that we could train and fear free, but who were also already at the level that we really wanted and we knew that pet owners could trust. 
So what sort of pet owners should seek out professional training? Really all pet owners. I, I Training is very beneficial both preventively and also if you're dealing with an issue. And preventively, when we look at fear-free, it's much, much better if you can teach your dog, your cat, your pig, or your bird, whatever it is that you have, to enjoy veterinary care and home husbandry care, So, such as giving medication or just doing normal grooming and making that positive from the start. So both preventively and also if you're dealing with issues and you already have fear, anxiety, and stress, it's the time is now, whether it's something that you do just early on or you're already tackling something. And as you mentioned, it's for all species, for even your flamingo, your pet flamingo could be <laughs> yes. fear-free if you want. How does the fear-free message make a difference in training and behavior? It makes a huge difference in training and behavior because it's all about both the physical and the emotional well-being of pets. And in the past, there has been some separation between veterinary professionals and trainers. And what the fear-free course really does is it takes it takes both. So it takes both those reputable trainers and veterinary professionals and merges them together. So we, we form a collaboration and a partnership where pet owners are better served because their animals are receiving care both for their physical well-being through veterinary care and also their emotional well-being with the fear-free support that can be provided both in training that can help the pet feel more comfortable with care and also training and behavior help that's supportive of fear-free and of that animal's emotional well-being. So how can we find a certified trainer? Is there uh, some kind of database? Go to fearfreepets.com and you can. there's a searchable directory where you can search by the professional type if you want a trainer or a veterinary professional. And you can also search by your location so you can find those that are closest to you. And I have a lot of trainer friends. How do I get them certified? <laughs> <laughs> well, have them also go to fearfreepets.com and go to the the trainer bar and they can find out all about the course and I would love to have your friends involved. It, I'm so excited about this course. It has been months in the making and has really it's been a collaboration with a lot of really highly skilled professionals and so there's some really good content that I think they'll really like to see. Okay. Before you go, anyone that knows Mikkel knows she has awesome tips. Give us one, please. One of the best things that you can do when you are grooming your pet, so say your dog or your cat, which, yes, some cats definitely can have baths, um, is to have a non-slip surface on the bottom of the sink or the tub that you're bathing your pet in. Whenever a pet slides and slips, it's really, really scary. So one of the easiest ways to make bath time less frightening is to have that non-slip surface underneath them. And they'll feel a lot more comfortable and calm. I love it. I, I do that. For your cat? For my, no, I don't bathe my cat. I do that for my little dog I put in the sink. And I put down a piece of foam rubber across the bottom of the sink so she gets cushioned and she won't slip her little feet. That's a great idea. Yeah. Good for you. If you want to learn more, check out fearfreepets.com or fearfree happy homes. And, of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.pet. Mikkel, thanks so much for coming on. You're always so welcome here. Oh, thank you. It's such a pleasure. And I love speaking to both of you. This portion of Animal Radio was underwritten by Fear Free. The veterinarian isn't typically thought of as your pet's favorite place to go. With Fear Free, that all changes. To learn more and find a certified Fear Free veterinary professional near you, visit fearfreepets.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people.
people to. A family in Maine were minding their own business at home when an uninvited deer bounded through their parlor window, hurling a sofa and scrambling through the home. Lori and Matthew Cunningham did all they could to keep the jumping deer away from their son and the priceless antiques and heirlooms they had. Everything happened so fast. Matthew had no idea what kind of animal it was, but he struggled with it and somehow got the deer into the bathroom where it calmed down under a pedestal sink. The Cunninghams called some neighbors and used a piece of plywood to coax the deer out the window of a home office. Everything's back to normal now, except for their four-year-old son Zach, who keeps asking, "Why was there a reindeer in our house?" I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Hey folks, this is Jackson Galaxy. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please do everyone a favor: spay or neuter your animals today. Those big, scary storms can be terrifying for your pet, and we know that when they're stressed, so are you. Take good care of your buddy with VetraScience Composure. VetraScience Composure helps ease anxiety for pets caused by storms, travel, and owner separation. It won't sedate them, and your pets will love the taste. Also, try our Glycoflex for hip and joint health, as well as multivitamins and probiotics. Find VetraScience supplements at your local pet store, Petco, or your vet. Learn more at VetraScience.com. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I've never felt more alive. Disclaimer: Geico cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the Geico legal team applauds your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit Geico.com or download the Geico app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. Geico: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So, what could you do with ten dollars? Go to VistaPrint.com today, and you'll get five hundred high-quality custom business cards for only nine ninety-nine. That's less than two cents per card. And at VistaPrint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So, it's never been easier to turn five hundred strangers into connections. Just visit VistaPrint.com and use promo code nineteen nineteen at checkout. That's VistaPrint.com promo code one nine one nine. I'm Grant Langston, the new CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, you're probably tired of the lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and matches that never turn into dates. If that's you, it's time to try eHarmony. Dating apps of one kind or another have been around a long time, but at the end of the day, they're just virtual bars where no one ever buys you a drink. eHarmony's different. We're built to help you have a better relationship, and we do that with 17 years of research and experience. eHarmony's gotten really good at bringing compatible people together—people that want the same things you do and are ready for a real relationship. Hey, it can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love: eHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today. And get a month free when you buy a three-month plan. Use code DATE. eHarmony.com. Use code DATE. We can't tell you why canine caviar is the only alkaline-based dog food, but we can tell you alkaline is proven to minimize the risk of renal failure and pancreatitis, reduce scratching, cellular degeneration, and disease, keeping your furry friend youthful and healthy longer. And those are the reasons we can fit into this short commercial. 
But by visiting caninecaviar.com, you'll see exactly what we do to make a better food for your dog. Try the one and only alkaline dog food risk-free. Canine Caviar. Those big, scary storms can be terrifying for your pet, and we know that when they're stressed, so are you. Take good care of your buddy with VetraScience Composure. VetraScience Composure helps ease anxiety for pets caused by storms, travel, and owner separation. It won't sedate them, and your pets will love the taste. Also, try our Glycoflex for hip and joint health, as well as multivitamins and probiotics. Find VetraScience supplements at your local pet store, Petco, or your vet. Learn more at VetraScience.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio, celebrating the connection with our pets. We'll head back to the phones in just a couple of seconds to take care of your business. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. A couple of weeks ago, I believe, Lori, you reported on the Smart Team. Was oh, that- those guys in Los Angeles, yeah. the, like the rock climbers that climb anything and everything to save animals. Judy, you, you've managed to get Acting Lieutenant Armando. Now, how do you pronounce your last name, Armando? Uh, it's Navarrete. Na- Navarrete. 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 <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you are uh, you're a climber by, by trade or well, just... By hobby. When did you start it was climbing? Actually, it was actually by hobby. We started rock climbing just because it was a fun outdoor activity. And when I started in this job back in 1997, I thought we were going to be rescuing animals. And we found that there was no training for it. So we just thought, well, if we can climb rocks, uh, how hard would it be to climb buildings or trees? Of course, we didn't have the right training or ropes. So it was kind of trial and error. But luckily, I'm still here uh, to talk about those trial and errors. But we've advanced a lot since we started back in 2009. Okay, so there's seven of you? No, actually, we've grown. Right now, there's 11, and we're going to be taking on three, possibly four new team members, uh, hopefully by the end of this month, that, that all work for uh, LA Animal Services. Give us an overview. What do you guys do? Have you go around rescuing the animals from high places or what? We rescue any type of animal, domestic or wildlife, owned or not owned, uh, vicious or not vicious, cute or ugly. It doesn't matter. Any animal that's in distress, which means if it's stuck somewhere where – the regular animal control officers can't get to them, or even in some cases where fire personnel has said, you know what, it's an animal, we don't deal with that, so we're going to pass it on to you. Anything that needs rescuing, any four-legged, three-legged, furry, not furry, slimy type of critter, <laughs> we go after, and we've successfully rescued all the ones we've gone after. Now, is this and a paid position, or are you volunteers? Luckily, I get paid for this. I work for Los Angeles Animal Services. I'm an animal control officer, too. And believe me, we're lucky enough to get paid for this. But even if I didn't have get paid, I would still do it because it's just something that has to get done. Yeah, that's cool. And what is like the craziest situation that you've rescued an animal from? It's funny you ask that because everybody seems to ask that. And I always have an answer for it because every rescue we do seems to top the last one we just did. So <laughs> where I would tell you that, oh, you know what, last week or last month it was crazy because we had to rescue two cows that were trapped in an overturned trailer on the freeway. It gets topped by we had to rescue a pet chameleon that was five stories up on a building. They'd been there for four days. So we had to oh send people to repel over to get a little pet chameleon that was very cooperative, thank goodness. So it, we always have the what's your craziest rescue story? We always have one that tops the next one. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> the, the pet chameleon thing, I mean, I love every, I, every animal I love. They're like family. But I got I to gotta think that there's tax 
dollars that are probably paying everybody's salary to go rescue that chameleon? Is that correct? They are, but I'll tell you what we found out, and this is what fire departments love about us, is that if it was a cat in a tree, a pet chameleon, a dog over a cliff, or a horse, most people nowadays, with social media especially, are going to go out there and try to do it themselves, which now puts those people in danger. Then the fire department has to go out to rescue those people. Now, the fire uh-huh. department doesn't go out with just two or three people. They go out with at least 20 to 30, depending on the size of the animal and the location. So we're actually saving the city money by having a small unit. And believe me, I wish I could take all 11 of us to a rescue, but reality is people have their lives and they have other jobs. So we let, we're lucky if we get three or four of our top-notch rescuers to, re, to respond to these rescues. And tr- believe me, it's not like we make a lot of money doing this either. So we do what we can, and it is taxpayer money, but it's also a great service that we provide the citizens of Los Angeles, along with the uh, big pet community we have here. A uh, little elf has just walked into the studio and handed me this wish list. You have a wish list? <laughs> yes, we do have a pretty extensive wish list, but let me tell you, okay. everything on that list is important because we do have a budget, but being a government agency, budgets can fluctuate from zero to a couple hundred dollars to a few thousand, but it's always one of those things that can get cut immediately because the funds need to go somewhere else. So. Uh, we need to have this kind of a wish list out because the equipment we have has a lifespan. If it gets used a certain amount of times, we have to either discard it or replace it. So the wish list is something that we really hope that people will say, well, I'll buy you one of those because just one of those items means a lot to us, to our team. What's the website if people want to learn more? LAAnimalServices.com slash smart. That'll get you right to our webpage, tells you more about us, and it also lets you donate not only to us, but also to our department. Wait, I just have one question before yes. you go. Sure. You, we, I'm sure you, always, you mentioned that you always get that, you know, what's the craziest call you've ever had? I'm curious, what's the most dangerous? Well, I always tell people when they join the team that they have to be ready for Mission Impossible because every rescue we come upon is never textbook. Even though we've done something similar, it's never like, oh, that one's an easy one. We've done it before. So some of the more dangerous ones are the high elevation ones because we're putting people in trees like a tree trimmer, except we're not going to be going after a branch that we're going to cut. We're actually going after an animal that has a fight or flight mentality. So they can either go higher or even attempt, attempt to jump. So for the rescuers, maybe one of the main climbers, it's very difficult and dangerous because you're, you're putting everything on the line on a rope and a branch usually and we train to minimize the risk but you know so far we've been very very good at not getting into any big trouble because of our training so i would say that every rescue has its danger level some more some less but they're all dangerous well we salute you we're all saluting you right now awesome acting lieutenant why why just acting lieutenant why aren't you just lieutenant yeah what's that about (laughs) actually i'm no longer acting they took that away from me so i'm just regular officer navarette I love it. Joining us on Animal Radio. Thank you so much, Armando. Thank you guys for having us. Thanks for the support. Thanks, Armando. We're going to head back to the phones for your calls. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405 next. This healthy serving of Animal Radio is brought to you by the Grain-Free Red Barn Naturals canned food for dogs and cats. Always made in the USA with natural, functional ingredients to support your pet's optimal health. You can learn more over at redbarninc.com. And thanks, Red Barn, for underwriting Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. 
Imagine being with your spouse for years and years and years and years, and you decide to split up, and but you have the dog. And you're like, okay, what do we do with the dog? Who I'm taking the, the dog. It's my dog. Yeah. My dog. I spent more time with the dog. My dog. Yes. There is a lawyer, an attorney, attorney Jeremy Cohn, that represents only dogs and works for a firm called Boston Dog Lawyers. And this hour, he will be answering questions, the common questions that you have for dog lawyers these days, uh, which would be custody, maybe biting, maybe breed bans, all of these things. We'll find out more in just a couple of minutes with... Jeremy Cohn for the Boston Dog Lawyers right here on Animal Radio. Lori, what are you working on in the newsroom? I've got a huge warning from the government about uh, something that you might be treating treating your dog with, as in, here you want a treat? You don't want this one, and we'll tell you why. <laughs> Ladybug just looked right up when you said yeah. that just now. <laughs> got to spell that word. Roe knows the T word, too. Let's uh, take another call for... Dr. Debbie, how about that? Dr. Debbie, and we have Henry on the phone. Hi, Henry. Hi. I have a uh, kind of a geriatric old black cat. He's my favorite cat. getting kind of old there. And I noticed that he has a uh, patch on his rear side that doesn't seem to ever heal. And uh, it gets bigger, and he bites at it all the time. I notice, though, that it kind of recovers, never fully, when I give him uh, his flea drops for the month. Hmm. Okay, so it gets better when he is treated for his flea tra- treatment. Yeah, the family actually thinks that it might be dust mites, but, you know, I, I wanted to get the official doctor. <laughs> yeah, it looks bad, but it, it gets better around the periphery. Okay. Well, well, definitely, you know, fleas actually are the number one um, allergenic um, material for cats. So when they have skin disease and they're chewing and scratching, approximately 80% of the time it's flea allergy disease. Um, so that's the number one thing. So if the flea treatment seems to be helping, yeah, that could be part of the thing. Now, whether or not it's mites or something microscopic, ah, you know, possibly. Um, in an, is this an indoor kitty or an outdoor kitty? Uh, well, it's an indoor and outdoor kitty. You know, he. If we're trying to get him to. We we have a big house. You know what I mean. We can't. He likes to run. <laughs> you know what I mean. He's supposed to be inside, but you know he he, he gets in and out. You know. Okay. Just because, you know, for an older cat that's indoors, um, mites aren't terribly common unless there's something else going on. So when they're immunosuppressed or some other disease process is going on, and then maybe we can have a mite problem. But, you know, actually, skin disease in older cats can even occur with health problems like diabetes and thyroid problems. So if this is a geriatric kitty, um, it might be well worth a trip to the vet to make sure we don't have something like that going on. Um, and then really focus on some of the the skin treatments that we might try beyond the flea treatment. And those might include um, certainly uh, types of hypoallergenic diets that we can try using. Um, And for some kitties, it's really a matter of making sure that um, all the ins and the outs are good, that we're on a good quality diet, we're doing regular grooming procedures, and then, you know, checking out things like even arthritis in older kitties. It's a subtle, silent problem that they don't often complain about, but I do see cats groom themselves excessively in the hindquarters areas when they are having pain down there. So it can be one of those kind of things that you don't always know about. And cats aren't like dogs. You know, they they don't often show like that limp, that gimp with arthritis. Um, And it really has to be detected by an x-ray to see if they've got spinal problems or hip problems. Um, But a little treatment with some glucosamine might be a uh, trick to try as well to see if your kitty is having some of those aching joints that comes along with old age. 
Okay, thank you so much because that excessive licking uh, and and that that just that description how he's moving does sound mm-hmm. kind of like you know you hit key points even without being here. Well, good. Hey, reaching across those radio waves to help our listeners. Thank you so much, Henry, and okay. give your kitty a good scratch on the head for us. Um, well, thank you for your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting here at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Vetra Science. And just like their owners, our pets get older. Ugh. Ugh. Joints stiffen up and jumping for joy suddenly becomes more difficult. Glycoflex hip and joint supplements from Vetra Science help to support joint health in your pet. And we thank Vetra Science for underwriting and supporting Animal Radio. Hey, Cindy. Hello. Welcome to Animal Radio. I've got the good doctor, Dr. Debbie, right here. What's up? Hi. Well, hello, Dr. Debbie. Um, we listen to you every Saturday morning when we're traveling, so we appreciate the good advice. Oh, well, um, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I have a three-year-old golden doodle. Um, we, she has been being cared for when we're traveling, when hotels want to take her um, in a kennel. It is a veterinary kennel. We did a Bordetella shot booster. We do them every six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginning of June, and they said there was a new strain of Bordetella running around. So, because the um, veterinary clinics or the CDC cannot keep up with it, they thought an additional booster would help her. And now she's okay. to blow it. So we did a booster about three and a half weeks after she had the first one, and we brought her home, and now she's trying to clear her nose, constantly sneezing, and it feels like she's trying to blow her nose. And okay. She's lethargic. Is she? Okay. And this is, I'm sorry, how long after that vaccination was given? It was about three and a half, four weeks. All right. And, you know, I guess the the bottom line with Bordetella is that there's, there's different types of vaccination. So there's an intranasal form that's kind of like the flu mist vaccination. So like little kids get that um, nasally sprayed. Uh, and there's an injection form. And, and I'd have to say we do see some potential um, clinical signs after an intranasal Bordetella. Usually it's pretty mild and self-limiting, a little sneezing, coughing, reverse sneezing, that horrible like <laughs> kind of sound. Um, so usually it's pretty um, short in its duration. Um, kind of depends. If I have a pet who's really sick, then I will definitely do some lab work on them, and we can do specific testing for different agents and whether or not it, you know, we can say it's from the vaccination or not. Um, you know, I, I have had the occasional pet have those kind of clinical signs after a nasal Bordetella vaccine, but I still believe in the product, and it can be very good for a pet that has a upcoming boarding visit and it gives us um, kind of in a pinch in the quick time frame it gives us some of the best protection um, on that uh, short timeline um, but that being said you know I want to make sure your, your baby's well and if necessary you know I would certainly see if we need to get her treated or you know maybe at least on an antihistamine to help control some of those signs for her um, okay uh, antihistamine such as Benadryl Mm-hmm. Yeah, often Benadryl. There's some other ones that we'll prescribe as well, just to kind of help, you know, minimize those clinical signs of the sneezing, coughing, um, that type of thing. Okay. And, you know, if, if a dog does show a sensitivity with these kind of signs after a nasal Bordetella vaccination, then, you know, we might really look at giving the injectable form in the future just to kind of avoid that potential. And it sounds like you're a good parent and you're up to date on shots. Um, so that might just be a good strategy for her in the future there. So the injectables are a six-month inoculation, or are they a year? 
You know, there's a little bit of some controversy with that, and some of that we discuss on the lifestyle and the exposure for the pets. Um, here we typically, using either product, we'll do that on an every six-month interval if we have a pet who's in a more of a high-risk group. Um, and that would be pets that are boarded, that go to the grooming parlor, go to pet shows, things like that. Um, if it's only the occasional animal exposure or minimal, um, then usually we just stick with that once-a-year um, vaccination, whether we use the nasal or the injection form. But, uh, well, I, I appreciate that my vet likes to be very safe, and so we do it every six months regardless. You, <laughs> just, you just show up here and get your dog groomed. We're going to make you take the shot so or take the nasal. So we, mm-hmm. we've been doing nasal, but we've never had the symptoms where she's trying to blow her nose. Um, mm-hmm. My husband has one more question about it, and he was wondering about exertion. I mean, she just um, she loves to swim. Um, mm-hmm. She just swims until her tail goes cold. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been trying to keep her away from that that situation, but um, he doesn't know how much exertion because she will play with the ball and swim until she, you know, we have to go out and get her. <laughs> okay, so this is unrelated to her kind of sneezing thing right now. You're just asking right. if if that's too much for her to do that. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, there is a condition we call swimmer's tail where basically a dog can sprain their tail and after really intense swimming, retrieving um, activities, they'll actually have pain in the tail where they don't want to raise it, they mope around, and it can be really uncomfortable. You know, if we're in that category, then I'd say we need to temper things down. But if she seems to recover pretty well, we're watching the the ambient temperature and it's not too hot out uh, for that level of activity, oh, my gosh, my dogs will retrieve for an hour at a time um, as long as the conditions are right. So if she's enjoying it and seeming to physically hold up to that and not having a sore tail afterwards, then I don't see a problem with that. Okay. Well, we haven't gone to sore tail for, we d- discovered it two years ago and we haven't gone back there. So, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I mean, a dog is not happy if it's not waking its tail. Yes, yes. And, you know, my own Labrador has had swimmer's tail before, and it's a pathetic thing. And, you know, it's hard to imagine they can actually sprain their tail, but any muscle in our body, you overuse it, and you'll feel the difference the next day. <laughs> so thank you for your call, Cindy, and thanks for tuning in to us here at Animal Radio. This is Dr. Debbie. We're here for your call at one 405 How's the kitty? The kitty is good, but very naughty. Oh, very naughty. <laughs> Since when isn't a kitten naughty? Okay, when does she do something naughty that you don't laugh at, though? Well, there's the direction of biting (laughs) towards me. Ah. You know, I'm the primary caregiver. I feed, I clean, I entertain, I take her to work with me every day. And I can hold her and she'll bite the crap out of me. (laughs) And then somebody else holds her and she lays on her back and she needs dough and she lets them rub her chin and I'm like... One girl even rubbed her belly, and she sat there and took it. And I try to touch her, and she just nails me. (laughs) You just taste good, probably. Perhaps. Yeah. (laughs) This portion of Animal Radio, underwritten by Vetra Science, give your pets the extra support they need, from glycoflex joint support to composure for pet stress. Vetra Science has the supplements for all of your pet's needs. And thank you, Vetra Science, for underwriting Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. 
No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Bar Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Red Barn canned food for cats and dogs is grain and gluten-free. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. I'm Grant Langston, the new CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, you're probably tired of the lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and matches that never turn into dates. If that's you, it's time to try eHarmony. Dating apps of one kind or another have been around a long time, but at the end of the day, they're just virtual bars where no one ever buys you a drink. eHarmony's different. We're built to help you have a better relationship, and we do that with 17 years of research and experience. eHarmony's gotten really good at bringing compatible people together, people that want the same things you do and are ready for a real relationship. Hey, it can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today and get a month free when you buy a three-month plan. Use code DATE. eHarmony.com. Use code DATE. GEICO presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Overhanging trees present a real danger. During high winds, falling branches can damage roofs and windows. So today, I'll show you how to protect your home by wrapping it in bubble packaging. All you need is a staple gun and 142,000 feet of bubble packaging. Let's get started. You could try to protect your home with bubble packaging, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Call GEICO and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. Hi friends, this is Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. After a traumatic experience at the veterinary office, have you ever thought to yourself, there has to be a better way? When your veterinarian is fear-free certified, you'll find your pet's vet visit is safer, more comfortable, and actually enjoyable. Your dog will go from shaking in the lobby to pulling you into the exam room with a wagon tail, and your cat will be purring inside the carrier. To find a certified fear-free veterinary near you, go to fearfreepets.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Through the magic of Skype, we connect with Joey Villani, the dog father. Hey, how you doing? No, how you doing? doing? I think I'm doing okay. I don't, I'm, you know, I, I, it's getting closer to the holiday, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm nowhere near ready, so, but I think I'm doing okay. How about you? I haven't started shopping. I wait, of course, until the night before and do do my shopping at 7-Eleven or uh, Save On. How? Yeah. See, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just going to just bypass it altogether. Just Not going to do it this year? Skip it. Yep, just skip it. Oh, okay. I've done enough years. <laughs> I'm done. You're done with Christmas. Yep. It's, it's funny because people are asking me about – pets are always um, last-minute gift ideas um, for a lot of people. When they can't figure out what else to um, to buy someone, they'll buy for their pet. 
And, you know, sometimes it's a great item and sometimes it's not. So people have been asking me, what are, you know, the best items to, um, to give someone that, that has a dog or a cat? And to, to be quite honest, and I mean, everyone knows this. I, I talk about it all the time. I'm a big advocate of home grooming and taking care of your pets at home. That being said, though, I don't want people to get too brave about what they do in their home. And the reason why I'm saying this is, is because I've been seeing a lot of home grooming accidents that have been going on. So now people, yeah, what, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate that, let, let, let's put it this way. I mean, you can go into a store and you could buy a ratchet and you could buy sockets, but you, or, but you, you know that if you know nothing about cars, you're not going to do a tune-up, okay? <laughs> um, you may try, but most for the most part, you're not going to do it. If you don't know how to pet groom, I don't know why people will go and spend money on equipment that's expensive, but the equipment, it, it's dangerous if it's not used properly. Really what I'm getting at is this, is people go out and they'll buy these home grooming kits, and depending on how severe the situation is on the pet, they'll try to use it, and then they end up doing they end up irritating they end up causing injury, abrasions, deep cuts, stitches. It gets bad. So this is what I'm going to tell you. First thing you should do if you're going to buy somebody grooming products, stick with brushes and combs. Stay away from the clippers and the scissors and all that. And if you do want to learn something about it, to be honest with you, educate yourself. Okay, there's a lot and enough that you can go on YouTube or you can go on the internet. And I'm not going to say it's going to make you a professional, but what it's going to do is going to give you a really, really good awareness of the equipment that you should be using and how to use it. And if you seem to be running into trouble, you stop. And then you go to your professional and let them handle it. And then in the meantime, you can maintain it. So maintenance is good. But giving somebody equipment that they can handle for Christmas, give them the stuff that's going to that's gonna help, brushes and combs and that kind of stuff. They're wonderful gifts to give people with pets. Yeah, so if you mess up at home, just take it to your groomers and say, fix it. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? It's funny because you go into PetSmart and Petco, you'll see professional grooming clippers. Now, most people don't know what type of blade or what type of attachment goes on to these clippers. If you use the wrong blade and I go into an area like a tuck-up or around an ear, I can remove the ear. Oof. Remove it. I'm not, And that's not even a joke. I can go into a tuck-up where I can go three, four inches in before you realize that Ooh. you've done something wrong. And sometimes the dogs scream and sometimes they don't. It's a very, very clean cut. So sometimes they don't feel it until it's, it's too, you know, it's already gone way too far. Do you remember These, years ago where that groomer did it and cut off the dog's ear and super glued it and the owners didn't know until they got home and the ear oh fell my. off? I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. You know, really? and again, that that yeah. that's that's a case of just someone not knowing how to use the equipment. You go in the wrong way. You don't follow. You know the lie of the coat, the way that the the way the skin folds and flaps are. You're going to have a problem. But they readily sell these these tools out there, yeah. but they can cause injury. You know what? And a lot of times, people between Christmas and New Year's. They spent a lot of money for Christmas time. They have a New Year's Eve party. They want their pet to look good. Eh, maybe I'm not going to go to the groomer, and I got this great gift. Let me try it. And then, Uh-oh. you know, three, four, five hundred, six hundred dollars $600 later, 
at the vet, you realize maybe I should have just went to the groomer for a $55, $60 grooming. And, and besides, everybody knows that you use Gorilla Glue, not Super Glue, for putting it your back on. I mean, come on, people. Yeah, there you go. Is this really a busier time of year for you? People do that? I mean... Yeah, it is. They got for, everybody cleans number, up. They got to get the dog cleaned up too. Well, for a number of reasons, um, there's there's not enough groomers to go around. So what people try to do if they didn't make that right after right after um, um, December 25th and right after the New Year's, I will put a sign up: book your holiday appointments for next year, because wow. that is how quick we will book up for these holidays. Because everyone wants their pets to look good. So you can't get in into anywhere is the problem, okay? That's a big problem. And then the other problem is, is money's tight. Let's face it, you know, you, you spent a lot of money during Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate, you know, for just about everyone gives gifts, and it's tight. So if you have something that, that you think that you can do at home, but the problem is, is you, you don't realize, I don't know if you guys ever done, Has have any of you guys ever tried to, Put a pair of clippers or shears on a dog. No, but you know what? When we went to Super Zoo, the big convention in Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, they had mm-hmm. stuffed animals that you could use clippers on and try. And I thought, okay, how hard is this? Oh my God, did I butcher that dog? <laughs> Thank God it was it's, stuffed. It, it, it was it, it, harder a, than it looks. Yeah, there's a little bit of an art to it. I mean, yeah. listen, it's not rocket science. Let's face it, but it's it's something that if you don't have, you know, if you don't have a little bit of an idea or a little bit of a clue, you're gonna cause pro- you're gonna cause injury. I, I just made it. It just looked ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. In today's automotive news, everybody is ready for the next generation of vehicles to be unveiled at this year's Los Angeles International Auto Show. Many have danced around with electric versions of their cars for years, and finally, production vehicles will be shown at this year's LA Auto Show. The new electric Mini will be a big deal for the British car maker and for the corporate parent, BMW, which seeks to expand its i-division beyond the relatively small gas electric lineup that it has offered for the last few years. For pictures and continuing coverage of the LA Show, go to OurAutoExpert.com. I'm Nick Miles. If you think putting a supercharged V8 in a sedan is crazy or just plain wrong, well, we've got news for you. We don't care. Dodge, welcome to the Brotherhood of Muscle. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. This holiday season, make the smart choice and switch to Sprint and get a new Samsung Galaxy S8, S8 Plus, Note 8, or S8 Active with 50% off your lease. That's right, the hottest Samsung devices, 50% off. Plus, with Galaxy Forever, you can upgrade to the latest Galaxy anytime after 12 lease payments. And when you switch to Sprint, you get the best price for Unlimited. $25 per month per line for a family of four, plus get a fifth line free. That's 50% off Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You also get 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot in HD, so you can stream your favorite holiday movies, music, and games. So stop by your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash holiday deals, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. 
requires 18-month lease and new line savings via monthly credit applied within two bills. Early termination results and remaining balance due after 13119. Pay $38 a line per month with auto pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, and roaming. Compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited rates, AT&T Unlimited Plus Plan and T-Mobile One Plus Plan for five lines. Carrier features differ. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Heroin is a substance that takes you into the depths of despair. It destroys families, friends, robs you of opportunity, and forces you to do things you never thought you would do. I know because I was once a heroin addict and substance abuser. I lost everything, including a promising hockey career. But after 13 years of being in heroin's grip, as well as abusing other drugs and alcohol, and after three arrests, I made a choice to live and use my body in a positive way. I began running, biking, swimming, and competing. I went from addict to Ironman and founded Racing for Recovery, an organization I know can help anyone dealing with this complicated issue. My name is Todd Crandall, and I was a drug addict. I am now a licensed professional counselor and athlete. If I can do this, you can do it too. Learn how you can turn away from heroin and any other substance, because with sobriety, anything is possible. Please go to racingforrecovery.org. This is an Animal Radio News Update. And I'm Lori Brooks. Well, for some reason, most cats seem to love fishy flavors, don't they? But researchers have discovered something that could mean pet food with fish in it might be unhealthy for your cat. You see, previous research shows that over the past three decades, the number of cats diagnosed with hyperthyroidism has dramatically increased and experts wanted to know why. They did, going into this, have two theories. One, that exposure to flame retardants could be responsible, or fish-flavored cat food could also be the culprit. They weren't sure. But uh, hyperthyroidism is a hormonal disorder. It can cause weight loss, hyperactivity, aggression, vomiting, and other symptoms in cats, and Right now, no one really knows for sure what causes it. But some studies have suggested that there is a connection between environmental pollutants known as PCBs and PBDEs, which are found in flame retardants. However, the same byproduct, if you didn't know this, it can also occur naturally with fish consumption in cats. So the experts set out to find the cause of all of the Increased cases of hyperthyroidism in felines, and based on their results, they concluded that the PCB and PBDE byproducts that were detected at high levels in cats' blood samples, well, that those likely came from fish-flavored food. Hmm. But, you know, as goes all the time, they say with most studies, this is the same case. The researchers say further research is still needed. But if you want to be on the forefront of something or you're just, you know, not the kind who wants to take a chance, I thought it was something you might want to know. Social media has been great for animals and animal lovers, finding homes and things like that. But it also gets a lot of people in trouble, and in this case, deservedly so. Police in Ontario, California, are investigating what appears to be a case of animal abuse after somebody posted a horrific, very graphic video where a young man, maybe as young as a teenager, hurled this cat super high into the air And then it shows the cat falling to the ground and very clearly in pain after it landed. The whole video was less than 10 seconds long, but needless to say, 
That video went viral very quickly, and the police department there in Ontario was bombarded with calls instantly, calls from all over the country, some around the world with people reporting the incident. Officers then went door-to-door in the neighborhood where they believed that this horrible thing had happened. They did find the cat, and they found its owner. The cat is okay. It does have a broken leg, but it's going to be fine, and police are still searching for the young man in that video. And, um, Dr. Debbie, I'm wondering if maybe you've gotten a new job with the FDA. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Anti-bone. Dr. Debbie, anti-bone woman, yes. The FDA has issued warnings now for ham bones, pork femur bones, rib bones, and smoky knuckle bones, which I believe are pork as well, saying they could be dangerous for your dog. The federal agency has collected at least, they say, 68 reports referencing about 90 different dogs in those reports, but 15 of those dogs actually died after they ate those kinds of bones. Uh, Problems associated with the bones, according to the agency, include choking, cutting, and wounds, vomiting, diarrhea, bleeding, and yes, death in some cases, though experts are very quick to add, other experts, that chicken bones can cause the same problems. So do your animal parent friends a favor and do not give them prepackaged bones or rawhide treats for them or their pets over the holidays, okay? I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our pets toll free at 1-866-405-8405. First, we're going to visit with Jeremy Cohn. Jeremy, you may remember, I believe he was on in, uh, was it 2016 or so? He came on and uh, we discovered that he's he's an amazing guy. First of all, he had a great practice working with insurance fraud. And then he decided to kind of put that aside and deal with dogs. And now he represents dogs. Wow. Hey, Jeremy, welcome back. Hi, thank you. Great to be on your show. Always, and you know, I salute you and commend you. Now, what kind of uh, cases do you represent? Well, it grows every day. Uh, with with every phone call, there's a new uh, dog-related issue. Right now, uh, a big one is custody cases where uh, people either were living together and split up, and now they have a debate over who should who should be able to take care of the dog or cat. Uh, we're also handling. Um, a lot of negligence cases, wrongful injury or wrongful death of pets caused by a third party, and those are real difficult to hear about. But uh, we listen and see if we can do something that other people haven't been able to do, which is get animals to be considered, get our pets to be considered more than just property under the law. Yeah, unfortunately, in most states, I think all states, they're considered uh, property. So let's go back to the custody. I have questions about that. Because sure. 20 years ago, that was not a problem. <laughs> you didn't have couples break it up and, and one of them wanted the dog or the cat. How do these end up and what, what are the factors that determine whether or not somebody gets the dog or cat? Or do you work kind of a visitation so both of them get that? 
Well, uh, I was in court today working on one where it was very clear from the judge's expression uh, that he wanted us to work out our own joint custody agreement. Some judges will entertain it. Again, like you said, they're just not used to seeing these types of cases. When I take a case like this, I want to see who named the dog, where the dog was was taken from, was it a rescue, was it purchased, who did the research on what type of dog they wanted to have, who brought the dog to the relationship. And then I look at what it's a, so someone might own the dog financially, but who's the owner of the day-to-day management of the dog? Who walks the dog? Who trains the dog? Who comes home and changes their schedule to feed the dog? The more you can think about different factors, the more you can add because it's such a new area that there's, we look at all these factors. Another factor that's been very helpful in winning has been who has the more experience taking care of dogs? Or if you have an older dog, does the person that I'm representing, do they have a history with knowing how to care for a dog who, as they age? So uh, really, if you can think it, you can say it as a factor right now. Do you ever have any dog napping where someone who doesn't have custody will actually take the dog and run? Absolutely. Like I said, every day is a, is a different type of issue. I have one right now where uh, the aunt of my client said, hey, can I just come over and visit your dog for a little bit? That was two years ago, and we're still fighting to get the dog back. She came over, they let her in the house, and she took the dog and never brought him back. And Is that it, because a dog is considered property and in possession, they always say, is nine-tenths of the law? Well, it definitely gives you leverage if you have the property. But here, police generally don't get involved in it because they see it as a civil case. And then you go to civil court and... Generally, they don't want to get involved in it, but we're compelling them to get involved. And I think if somebody takes your pet, the number one thing you can do, though, still is to is to uh, log a complaint at the police station, at least have a police report made out. So you want to be able to show that right away you took steps to assert your ownership rights, because if not, people tend to say, well, they abandoned the dog. They had no interest in keeping the dog, things like that. So unfortunately, even against family members, Sometimes you have to protect yourself and your pet. Are you seeing prenups now that are including custody of these animals? I have not drafted any, and no one who's come to me has had one. Uh, I've seen it called pet nuptials. And what what I find we're doing is we're, we're doing these agreements after they split up, mm. right? So they could easily have done it together beforehand, and not each had to go out and get lawyers to write up some type of joint agreement. But then what happens is if it's... Um, a romantic relationship that went bad, one of the parties operates through this agreement, the joint custody, and then they end up getting a new boyfriend or girlfriend, and that person is the catalyst for bringing the case to court. Because a new boyfriend or girlfriend, they don't want to have to deal with your connection to somebody still over a pet that uh-huh. they that they never wanted. Do the judges ever look at you and say, why are you wasting the court's time? <laughs> uh, there's a certain look that says the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I've had judges pull me into chambers and say, this is great. I'm so excited. I've got something to tell my family. Like It's a different type of case, and it's more progressive. And I think the more times I go in front of the same judge, there's an understanding now that, okay, th- this is for real. <laughs> this is what he does, and I guess this is the way it's going to be. This is going to happen more and more. But you can kind of sense when the judge wants you to go and try to work something out on your own. And if you show that you're making those steps, uh, he or she definitely gives you the benefit of the doubt when you're asking for him to approve something. Are there enough of these cases that you can do it full-time? 
Well, I get a call, at least one call every day about an issue. It doesn't mean that they become clients. Some people just need some guidance. Again, what we're seeing now is, for instance, uh, we just had a dog die because he was poisoned by a national exterminating company who was cited for... You know what? I want to hear this story, but we've got to take a quick break. We are with sure. dog attorney Jeremy Cohn from the Boston Dog Lawyers. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back, and we'll find out exactly what happened with this uh, company that was spraying pesticides right here on Animal Radio. GEICO presents eyewitness interviews with inanimate objects. This is Belinda Collins, live on the scene of a recent kitchen fire. Here to describe the event, a refrigerator. I was just chilling, keeping some lettuce and dairy products cold, when the toaster starts shooting sparks. Next thing I know, he lit a cabinet on fire. Did you try and stop the flames? Uh, I'm a refrigerator, not a fireman. Your refrigerator can't help with a kitchen fire, but the GEICO Insurance Agency can help you get covered for personal property damage. Go to GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. I'm Grant Langston, the new CEO of eHarmony. If you're online dating and looking for love, you're probably tired of the lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and matches that never turn into dates. If that's you, it's time to try eHarmony. Dating apps of one kind or another have been around a long time, but at the end of the day, they're just virtual bars where no one ever buys you a drink. EHarmony's different. We're built to help you have a better relationship, and we do that with 17 years of research and experience. EHarmony's gotten really good at bringing compatible people together, people that want the same things you do and are ready for a real relationship. Hey, it can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, EHarmony. Go to eHarmony.com today. And get a month free when you buy a three-month plan. Use code DATE. eHarmony.com. Use code DATE. In today's automotive news, everybody is ready for the next generation of vehicles to be unveiled. At this year's LA International Auto Show, Mazda is going turbo. They will be adding a turbo to the next generation of Mazda 6. We've seen tease pictures of the new Jeep Wrangler, the final vehicle unveiled to the public in LA. The Wrangler ride is expected to be much improved, along with fuel economy. BMW showing off a new three-row full-size SUV called the X7. For continuing coverage of the LA show, go to ourautoexpert.com. I'm Nick Miles. If you think putting a supercharged V8 in a sedan is crazy or just plain wrong, well, we've got news for you. We don't care. Dodge, welcome to the Brotherhood of Muscle. Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. It is Animal Radio. We are with dog attorney Jeremy Cohn. And when I say dog attorney, he's not a dog. He just only represents dogs, (laughs) specifically. Even though my wife would say all guys are dogs. But that's a whole <laughs> different thing for another time. Jeremy, just before the break, you were telling us uh, about a case. Go ahead, and uh, can you start over? Sure. Uh, the case is about Brooklyn. 
She is a great 11-year-old chihuahua. And uh, when her mother, pet parent, was at work, the landlord let an extermination company into her apartment. She had never complained about rodents. The landlord later admitted they let the exterminator into the wrong apartment, and they laid bait traps, unlabeled bait traps, which ultimately uh, Brooklyn ingested and died mm. from uh, from the poisoning. Mm. And the state went in and investigated and found that the extermination company did, in fact, use illegal and improper bait. thing is, they never left a note that they were there. So my client, while we know pets are a property, and she may not be able to recover much money, all she was looking for was the cost of the vet, the vet bill and, um, and the cremation, which was around $500, but they wouldn't pay it. She wants to try to make a change where these exter- exterminators have to come in and leave a note at least to say, hey, we were here, this is what we did, and this is where the traps are, so that if they're not sure if the person has a pet or not, that person, the, the owner can come home and at least say, okay, there's bait traps in here and there shouldn't be. But uh, it was a series of mistakes by two relatively large companies who just won't take accountability, and that's one of the reasons that, that my firm is in existence, just to hold people and the laws accountable now to pets and their owners. How Boy, those she... companies are absolutely guilty right there. I, I would be furious. Oh, oh there's fury, and um, you know, it's, made, it's made the local media. And one of the problems is if we don't put in – punishments that might force these companies to make a big payout, they really don't have to fear doing the wrong thing because it's never going to cost them a lot of money, and we know that the bottom line is what drives these companies. So right. changing the law would change their behavior. Well, and, you know, that's, that brings up a big question here. Obviously, we're dealing with uh, what is considered property, and there's probably not a big value on dogs. I, I hate to say that, but it's probably the way the, the law looks at them. Lawyers generally make uh, a little bit of what they recover. How can you stay financially afloat with a uh, very low payout? Well, that's the question that um, that I have other types of dog cases, horse cases, cat cases that will help pay the bills as they come in. And I made the business decision about a year and a half ago to take these cases because, sure, I found out nobody takes them, like you said, because you you only get paid on these if you recover. I am willing to risk the low payouts and recovery because I, I couldn't hang up on these people. I couldn't say no. Someone has to do it. And perhaps we'll be in a position one day where uh, that changes, but at least now I can give legislators specific examples of where this law is butting heads with the right thing to do and, and the right things that need to happen. So, sure, it is, uh, it's difficult when you have a couple dozen of these cases at one time and but uh, we just somebody has to do it. Uh, we're no we're not heroes here or anything, but it is right in the line of what we do. So let's see where we can go with it. I tell all the clients, it's just, these are experimental because we're trying new ways to try to um, affect behavior. You're a pioneer in what you're doing. You're breaking kudos breaking to you. new ground. Uh, yeah. We we don't have a lot of time, but before we go, can you tell us about the uh, one one of your bite cases where the, the dog might have been provoked? Sure. Uh, we have a case right now where the dog is essentially in doggy jail for the last three months because he allegedly only goes after golden retrievers. And what we found out is the dog's very first battle was with a golden retriever a long time ago, three or four years ago. And what we've learned, we assembled a team of um, behaviorists, dogs profile, and in this case, uh, someone knowingly 
knowing that the dog had a propensity to not like golden retrievers, allowed her golden retriever to run across our dog's lawn, Chance's lawn, and uh, Chance reacted. And if the decision to to jail him right now is unfair, we've we're in the middle of a trial, and uh, that's the type of provocation coming onto someone's property, trespassing, throwing rocks, antagonizing that can can change. Uh, that's important facts that can change the outcome. Where if somebody contributes to the bite, or their animal contributes to the bite, perhaps the biter uh, is not is not liable, is not guilty of a crime or a, uh, you know, of, of a tort. What's the website, Jeremy? It is www.bostondoglawyers.com. We speak to people all over the country. It would be great to hear from anybody with any questions. What if somebody came to you with, with a cat case? Uh, looking at my board right now, I have three cat cases. We'll take it. If it's a pet, we'll take it. We have a couple of horse cases. Uh, I'm trying to keep it just to pets and not overall animal welfare because there's so many lawyers who are taking care of that stuff. So if it's a pet, we'll certainly entertain taking it. We're going to have to talk to you again. There's so much more I want to know. We're just out of time. Jeremy Cohn from Boston Thanks. Dog Lawyers. We'll put his uh, all his information over at AnimalRadio.pet and links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.pet. Thanks, Thank Jeremy. Thank you so much. You guys are great. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Well, they're kicking us out of the studio. It's time for us to get on out of here. Remember, if you have a Yorkshire Terrier, a Shih Tzu, a Pug, or a Mini Schnauzer, check out Dr. Debbie's books, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. And if you need that fix during the week, you just need an Animal Radio fix, head on over to animalradio.pet or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.